Hello, Jaima. Jaima Yomis. It is Raquel, and welcome to Your Own Magic, a soul expanding and mind altering podcast. I only have an hour and 20 minutes to chat because my mom asked me just before I went in to record, she asked me to watch this YouTube concert with her to something about benefiting Texas. And of course, whatever puts a smile on my mom's face, but also simultaneously my heart goes out to everybody in Texas that has been affected by the winter storms. And I'm so thankful to hear from many of you to know that you're safe. Some of you I know it's been a little rougher on and again, whatever support I can give, I'm here and my heart goes out to you. And also my heart is also with the Asian American community right now. I am absolutely disturbed by everything that has come forward and I need to educate myself more on what all of this really means but I just I I my heart also goes out to all of you and I know that's just words that it really is very important to educate ourselves in anti-Asian racism and take action. I will have someone on here soon to talk about that, but again, my heart is with you. (laughs) There's so much, so much going on that our world just feels as though everything has changed. I think a lot of us have done a 180 in many different areas and avenues of our life and we've reassessed what really matters most in our life and how we are going to live this life for ourselves, for our souls, and also for humanity, for the collective. And I want to do my best to make sure I give a lot of my time and support for communities that have felt like they couldn't speak up for a long time. I'm so glad and thankful that all of this has come forward. I'm not happy, obviously, with how it has and how it showed up and really shook us up, but I'm just so thankful that it's being talked about and people are sharing their stories. And I have read some of my friends and supporters who have shared their stories and literally I'm amazed, absolutely amazed and inspired by your strength and your light, how you choose light regardless of the hardships you've encountered in your life and the challenges. It's absolutely, absolutely wild to me that all of this is going on and our world is showing us a lot of contrast and has definitely shaking, shaken the ground up from under us this past year, waking us up, waking us up a bit to not what we assumed enlightenment or awakening would be, but really just to wake up to what we were blinded by so we become aware and finally actually unite and everybody feel like they are worthy. (laughs) And so, I mean, obviously it's even more in depth than that, but I just wanted to come in here on here and first address that. I love, I support the Asian community and my heart goes out to everybody that is experiencing grief during this time. I hope that if you're listening, you choose to take some time to also educate yourself. I'm going to leave some resources in the show notes. This episode is also brought to you by Skillshare and Home Nutrition. So more about both of those amazing sponsors later on in the episode. You indeed want to take advantage of their offerings and also more about them in the show notes as well. Anyway, if you want to send some love, feel free to send some in the rating and review section, and you can enter a giveaway of me sending you some of my favorite things, books, candles, and jewelry, and more. So leave a review and send a screenshot to hello at yourownmagic.life, and you can enter the giveaway for me sending you some of my favorite who's it's and what's it's galore. My favorite things. (laughs) Anyway, in this episode, I'm going to share some exciting news, a completely new chapter I'm about to walk into. In fact, it's not even a chapter. It's a whole new book, a whole new venture, but it's also an old venture. It's life is coming full circle. I'm having a full circle moment. I'm going to be sharing about that later on in this episode, along with 
having a conversation with your future self. And why, why you should maybe, why, why it wouldn't hurt to consider it? At least consider having this conversation because it may reveal something major to you that may completely alter the course of your trajectory. And in fact, this thesis statement is a little, a little backwards because at first I'm gonna talk about having a conversation with your future self which will lead into my new venture and why. So <laughs> I hope that you enjoy. And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin. With me rambling about having a conversation with my future self, so you may want to as well. Have I talked about this on an episode before? I feel like I have. I feel like I've talked about having a conversation with your future self in a past episode a long time ago, maybe two years ago. But this this one, this conversation was a little, a little different. This, this one gave me a huge epiphany and it made me realize why having a conversation with your future self is so important. Now, this was recently brought to my attention because I was reading a question from a YouTuber who posted on YouTubers, they'll sometimes do these little quizzes, and when you log into your YouTube, you might see those that you follow and they'll do little questions. I think this one was from Frank James. He does Myers-Briggs content, which is super funny, but I, I think it was him. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it was him because he does a lot of funny questions, but then some of them, some of them kind of serious. And I think he asked if you could go back or move forward in time to have a conversation with yourself, who would you want to chat with? And what would you chat about? Something along those lines. And so my first thought right away was actually, I'd have a conversation with my past self, you know, to help give her some insight and leave her with some, some wise words of wisdom, you know, some, some old soul wisdom. I would, I would, it's something that that is like a mantra, very trite, very trite mantras. Let's be honest. The things that are so trite are also divine truths in life. You know, like you're good enough or the ending of one thing means the opening of another, which is very true. Very true. And don't take yourself too seriously. Life is not that serious, but take it sincerely. Take yourself sincerely, but not too seriously. One of my favorite, one of my favorite mantras, one of my favorite sayings and wear sunscreen I had a nice tan, but like that wasn't the kindest thing to do to my skin. But again, I really don't live with that many regrets. In fact, I don't, I can't think of anything that I do regret. I, I got to learn a lot of things, sometimes the hard way, you know, and I think that there are a lot of lessons that we need to learn the hard way. So we really embody them. We really know them because there's a lot of things that we can conceptualize, but there's another layer to it when you actually know it because you've lived it, especially if you came from a very privileged, sheltered world. Like, you know, I grew up in Park City, Utah. I'm not going to lie, like Utah, not not the most uh, diverse place in the world. It's also a bit sheltered. I'm not saying everybody there is sheltered. A lot of people explore the world and are worldly. I'm very thankful that I lived in my 20s exploring the world. So again, no regrets. No regrets. So in fact, there's not a lot I would tell my younger self. I maybe would have let her know like you really are good enough and that anybody else who tells you otherwise is really just a jackass. You know, you live, you learn. So... Honestly, I could tell my younger self all of the above, but she really, she would understand it, but she wouldn't really understand it. You know, she wouldn't really know it or embody it. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful for now having another depth to what I know, which is very rewarding. So there's really not one thing that from my past I would change except for sunscreen. I would wear more sunscreen. Okay, so... I decided to have a little conversation, a little one-on-one -on -one with my future self. And I decided to not only answer the question on the quiz on YouTube, but really get into it. You know, sometimes I go overboard and I take things to the next level and decide to sit there and meditate with it and ask myself these questions. I just simply asked it in a journal, but you know when you are writing, what do they call it again? your stream of consciousness writing. You know, you are just allowing the thoughts to flow. You might ask one simple question and you just kind of allow the thoughts to flow 
or you don't really know what you want to write down so you just kind of start to say things like the coffee that I'm drinking right now is absolutely delicious or I had the most delicious pastry yesterday and I need the recipe for it. You just write down whatever, something super random and that will lead to thoughts that you've been holding within and you might surprise yourself with things that you you knew because you always knew it deep down but it's nice to have it released in written form in front of you whether that's digitally or they recommend physically but to be honest I have had great success using both my digital journal and my physical journal so I was writing and I decided to ask my future self I'm like okay what what would I ask her you know what what do I want to know from her from her incredible wisdom of the challenging yet beautiful powerful years she just endeavored in life and I could only think of two questions that I really cared to ask her and the first one was what are you most grateful for and that was really simple I'm most grateful for spending time with those that I care about most and there are some other things she's very thankful that she traveled in life and got to explore she's very thankful she's very thankful for this podcast and especially the supporters of this podcast, the listeners that she's been able to connect with, and whether that is simply just vibrationally, because we haven't communicated in person or even virtually yet, very grateful for. But then I also asked, I had to ask, what do you regret the most? And one of them was not spending enough time with those that she loves. There are some friends in my life that have been in my life for a long, long time. And they are, have you ever heard the saying, make new friends, but keep the old one is silver, the other is gold. I know another trite old saying that I used to sing in first grade, but it stuck with me. It's a golden rule that stuck with me because it's true. I was just on the phone with one of my old, old friends and I've been connecting a lot with my friends, reconnecting. And it's just wild how much I love them all. Spending more time with all of those who mean the most is definitely a huge, something that is very, very, very important to me. And she said that she would regret, that she regretted not, she regretted giving up something, something big in life that she loved since she was a child and always dreamed of. And she let some trauma that she faced, she let that deter her from pursuing it. And she let self-consciousness and doubt and fears and rejection, some harassment. She let all of these stories and experiences that she faced get in the way of what she loves the most. And I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But I'd like you to pause this for a second. Or you can wait till the end of the episode if you like. Maybe you're on a little walk. We're walking together. What a beautiful scenery we have, right? Right? But if you do have a moment to reflect, I want you to ask your future self. And you can ask your future self out loud. You can even look at yourself in the mirror and ask your future self there. Or close your eyes. Close your eyes and visualize you standing in front of you. Visualize your eyes, your nose, your mouth. And perhaps the wisdom behind your eyes. Maybe you've got some beautiful, gracefully aged fine lines. And you are 60 years old. And you ask this older self, what are you most grateful for experiencing in this life? And have this conversation. And take as much time, as much time as you desire. And then... Ask your future self this other question. What would I regret most not experiencing in life? And pause with that. When you're ready, answer. And if you're not ready, perhaps use stream of consciousness, just writing, jotting things down. Maybe are there certain things, certain experiences you wanted to experience in life that you stopped yourself from? Or... Has there been a dream that you've always held on to that for whatever reason you might be getting in your own way or other events and circumstances might be getting in the way? Are there people that you miss that you for whatever stubborn reason are not talking to or for whatever reason of fear? 
Is there someone you love that you're afraid to express that you love them? What would you regret not experiencing in this one beautiful life? Sure, you might be a soul with many lives, but what does this human, what does this human want to experience in this life? And take some time with that. And again, you can do it right now or you can wait till the end of this podcast. And then here is a short ad read and then... We'll come back to it. Hum. Hum Nutrition. If you haven't heard of Hum Nutrition, not only have they been one of our longest, if not the longest standing sponsor, but they are also coincidentally (laughs) my favorite high quality supplement as they meticulously select micronutrients to balance the beauty from within from tummy issues, which I suffered with in years past. I haven't for a long time now, which is nice. Also skin, nails, metabolism, energy, sleep, or nutritional deficiencies like B12 and vitamin D. And Hum has a variety of gluten-free, non-GMO products, and most of them vegan. And the Yomis can receive a free nutrition report to find the right nutrients to balance any deficiencies within. So just go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off. My old go-to was gut instinct, but like I said, I haven't had to use that in quite a long time now, which I'm so thankful for. So now my favorites are Glow Sweet Glow and Hair Sweet Hair because they are vegan gummies. And I mean, you know, I can't pass on a good gummy, but maybe gummies aren't your thing. They have a variety of other supplements too that I highly recommend like Private Party, which supports vaginal and urinary tract health. Here comes the sun, which supports the immune system and boosts your mood as it has vitamin D3. But I would say my favorite is red carpet for glowing skin and shiny hair, which by the way, I know there are many factors involved as to why my hair has grown a lot finally, but I do want to also thank Hum for being a part of that as it provides plant-based fatty acids and nourishes my hair follicles and skin and promotes healthy skin texture as well. A must try. So again, you receive 20% off when you enter the promo code MAGIC at checkout. So go to humnutrition.com and perhaps take their free nutrition report if you would like to find out what would be specific for you and receive 20% off wherever you are in the world. Just make sure to check out using the promo code MAGIC for 20% off of your purchase. And thank you Hum Nutrition for supporting Euromagic for a long time now. Now on with the rest of the show. I know people don't believe in regret or that we need to hold or harbor regrets in life, which I 1000% agree with. I genuinely believe that there's a light to everything that happens in life and that, of course, there are circumstances and conditions that are going to change our path. And so let's say we are no longer able to pursue a certain path because of whatever condition or circumstance, that that is something to not regret. There's going to be beauty in it because I truly believe life always happens for you and not to you. With that being said, this is simply just an exercise. It's a hypothetical. I don't necessarily think that if I weren't to pursue X, Y, and Z by the time I'm 60, I would hold on to that regret and absolutely hate the life that I lived and take that to my grave. No, absolutely not. This is simply just an exercise to see, all right, what would I be grateful for most? So that way in this moment, right here, right now, I can be more present with that, be more aware, more conscious to do more of that. And what would I regret? So that perhaps maybe I can bring some insight to my human's desire, my soul's desire, potential desire to live that life in this life. And let's say it doesn't happen. That is more than fine, obviously. Do I even have to preach that? No. Do I even want to preach anything in this? No, this is truly just for fun. This is fun for the human and fun for the soul. And of course, the past year did 
make a lot of people want to go back to the drawing board. Not only did I face, and I'm not gonna lie, release a lot of shadows during this time that I was holding on to because, well, I couldn't just fly away from them. But, but, I also made it very important, made a very strong note that I want to live my life to the fullest, to my fullest expression the way that I truly truly desire. So though I don't believe that we're going to live this life with regrets, full of regrets, I do think it is wise to consider the fact that there is a potentiality. You may regret something in life. And if there was something major you were going to regret in life, what would that be? And what can you do now to prevent that potential regret from happening. This could be specific. This could be generalized. I have some general potential regrets. Again, all hypothetical, but something that I could look back on and regret if I don't take care of it now or pursue it now. And then I have some specific ones. So first, I'm going to share some of the general ones and then elaborate on one of the specific ones. Then I want to share some common regrets that older people shared, and I want to share some more questions that you can ask your future self for your soul. So some general ones that came to heart would be I would regret holding myself back in fear of what others think. I mean, that's probably a common fear for a lot of people, Yet we stop ourselves from living our fullest life, our fullest expression in fear. Some people might be judging us for it. But you know what? No more. No more. <laughs> right here, right now. I declare you and I, we don't do that. Nope. Because we want to fully live the way we choose to live. And if other people don't like it, tough. <laughs> I know it's a lot easier said than done. But I know that that is also a major regret a lot of people look back on. They're like, man, if I only didn't buy into the narratives in my head, assuming the narratives of what's in other people's head, which by the way, that is likely not the case. I think a lot of people think a lot better of you or a lot less of you. I mean, as in frequency, they don't think about you that much or at all compared to how often you assume people might be thinking about you. Whatever you choose to do in life, first of all, obviously their opinion doesn't matter, but second of all, I doubt people are gonna be unsupportive. In fact, when I shared my new path with my good friends, I felt nothing but support. And I do care about what they have to say, what they feel, but at the same time, it wouldn't stop me if they didn't think that was a good idea. But Everybody so far has, which is pretty awesome. Very dope. I'm very blessed. But I know that there's going to be people that listen to this and they're going to maybe be triggered by it or maybe not support it, even vibrationally or energetically. And I don't mind because it's not their life to live. And we have to remember that for our own lives. We need to do what makes us happy. And that is the next one to consider is... Looking back, did I do what makes me happy? Did I really live or experience everything that lights me up or I'm passionate about or I'm curious about experiencing in this life? Did I do enough of that? Perhaps I didn't try everything, but I did most things and I did the things that mattered the most. And that is something I'm thankful for versus something I regret. And I think that looking back, we'd want to know we had a good balance of living selflessly and selfishly. Sometimes being selfish is selfless because you're doing something that makes you happy. Now, of course, if you lived fully for yourself and no one else, that would be a very sad, sad life. And I'm sure that that person would harbor a lot of anxieties and deep, deep, deep sadness, darkness. But also those that live fully for others and not really for themselves at all also live life with a lot of anxieties and sadness 
So if there's a good balance between the two, perhaps it's not so much selflessness or selfishness, but just a nice harmony of life. Living for yourself because you love yourself and because you want to honor your human's desires and your soul's desires, along with living for others, living to serve others, serve others in need, or even serve your family, be there for your family. I think that mothers are some of the most selfless people on the planet who I deeply admire because of what they sacrifice for their children. And I think that that is probably the most rewarding feeling more than anything else. I think that there's nothing to look back and regret because you're a mama and what a miracle, what a beautiful, beautiful experience to be able to experience in this life raising an entire, like a whole other human being. Like a mother's balance with being able to, to hopefully take care of herself, but also simultaneously serve, raise children. Can you find a way to have that same harmony for yourself? Fathers too. I need to add fathers too. My father, my dad is a very attentive father, but he also honors himself and he is in service for others along with making sure he takes care of himself too. So it's nice to have those role models, but like a parent, being able to raise a child, but also find ways to make sure that you are also taking care of you and your happiness. Living life like that in general, I think is going to make one look back and just feel full. Simply just feel full because of living the dance of dancing with your own individual self while also dancing with others. Did you find that harmony, that balance with, I hate the word selfish, so did you find that balance between honoring yourself while also honoring and serving others? Also, I want to look back and not hold any resentment. I know it's only my ego if my ego holds any resistance or resentment or grudges towards any individual. So the power of forgiveness is not only for the other person, but really for yourself, your soul. Resentment, the energy of resentment, the frequency of resentment and holding on to grudges and any tension, any conflict with another individual, that is an actual weight, an actual anxiety that you're energetically holding on to and carrying with you. And so the only way to let that resistance go that weighs you down and it has that string of anxiety, that string of sadness as well that you're carrying with you because that's not a human's desired state to hold any sort of grudges. We want peace. We want harmony. So forgiving, which obviously that is a very challenging thing to do and there are different degrees of hardships that one had to or has had to endure with another person. Some might be very severe that it's going to take a long, long time to forgive, which is fine. Obviously, like everybody must take their own time with it. But I know that I want to be clean, want to be cleansed from any resentment or grudges, especially at that time in my life. Right now, I actually can't think of anything or anyone I have resentment for, even if they hurt me. You know, that's also just life. Everybody's going to experience that. But I mean, if I were to see them in a grocery store or enter a room and they're there, I'm saying hi. It's not going to even be cordial because I'm cool with them. But that doesn't mean that that's not going to happen later down the line. And so whatever happens in the future, I do hope to let go and cleanse myself of any resentment to anybody that may possibly come my way. But who knows? Maybe it won't. That would be miraculous because we're human and that happens. But that would be cool to not ever have any resentment or grudge against anybody ever again, wouldn't it? That'd be so nice. That'd be so nice. (laughs) I do think it's possible though. I genuinely do. To be honest, I think if I were to still hold or harbor a grudge or resentment towards someone specific in mind that I'm obviously not going to name, I wouldn't have considered, considered the path that I'm about to embark on, which I'm so excited to share. Okay, I'll finally share it. I'll finally share it. 
after this brief intermission. And then I'm going to share some more potential regrets or regrets that it seems older people tend to look back on and wish that they did more of or did not do. And so aka regret. <laughs> and then share some more questions to have a conversation with your future self. What creative endeavor have you been rather curious about or what creative skill do you want to enhance a bit? Well, most people offer specialized courses that are rather pricey these days. That's one of the reasons why I value and honor our longtime sponsor Skillshare for not only offering our listeners a free trial at Skillshare.com slash your own magic, but also for offering a plethora of brilliant classes on a variety of creative subjects to help us test out or fully dive into the waters of the creative outlet that is lighting us up and so thank you skillshare for sponsoring this episode and skillshare if you're not aware already is an online learning community offering thousands of classes on creative topics including illustration design photography video freelance and more and members get unlimited access to all of the classes with hands-on projects and feedback from a community of millions. And it's nice to know that most classes are under 60 minutes with short lessons to fit any schedule. Very nice to know. And Skillshare is also affordable, especially when compared to, like I said, pricey courses these days or in-person classes and workshops if there are any open these days. But an annual subscription is less than $10 a month and you have access to all of the classes at any moment. I believe I've mentioned this before, but Jerome Vogel's digital illustration class has been a heaven send where I've been able to learn how to use Procreate better because my dream is to be able to create some beautiful goddessy art and express my soul through digital art. It's always been a dream, a desire of mine, and I've finally been making it happen using my iPad for Procreate and Skillshare's class. And a couple more classes I want to recommend are The Art of the Story, Creating Visual Narratives by Debbie Millman, and a YouTuber's class, a YouTuber whose work I love. His name is Nathaniel Drew, and he has some classes on Skillshare like Creativity Unleashed, Discover, Hone, and Share Your Voice Online. Brilliant, all very valuable. Of course, there's also business class recommendations as well, some from Guy Kawasaki, The Art of the Start, turning ideas into high growth business. I don't want to bombard you with too many class suggestions, but all of this to say is that Skillshare has a variety of options for you with amazing teachers who are doing powerful work in their respected field. So if you're feeling called, explore your creativity at skillshare.com slash your own magic and get a free trial of premium membership. That's skillshare.com slash your own magic one word no spaces no dashes skillshare.com slash your own magic for a free trial of premium membership and of course all that information is in the show notes for you i hope you enjoy the creative exploration now on with the show so when i was a young girl i i didn't have the strongest sense of self-worth and I don't expect many young girls to. Of course, there's a lot of room for exploration when it comes to loving yourself. But I was very self-conscious and <laughs> full of a lot of self-doubt because I didn't have a lot of friends and just didn't feel like I was worthy except for my one escape, which was this art that I studied from the age of eight to the age of 19. So 11 years, just over a decade of studying this because it was the one passion of mine that brought me light. And it started off just loving the simplicity of it, the theater. I loved being a performer. I loved being a little actress at my local theater Egyptian theater in Park City, Utah. And though I was very shy and quiet and 
would prefer to spend my lunches alone in the bathroom. I didn't do that all the time, guys, I promise. But I did, I did on occasion, and I'm sure some people here can relate. But I, I didn't really feel too shy on the stage. In fact, I felt excited to be on a stage and perform because that's where I felt special. And also where I just felt like I thrived. It felt like home. My dad even always jokes and reflects back. You know, he's one of those old men that tell the same story over and over again, but he'll always mention how he was so happy to see my happiness on the stage and that it was so weird to him that I didn't get nervous, which I did, which I did. I just, that was one area where I knew how to also calm myself so I can show up. And it was just something I did for so long that I loved. I even left my high school Park City High to go to a school in Salt Lake, which was a new charter acting school and film school. And I left so I can, you know, do that because I genuinely felt like it was going to be what I do full time. My senior year, I did go back to Park City High, mostly because of the commute. But I am so thankful that I had those two years where I got to act and perform and do little musical theater and everything for most of my days. It was so fun. And then of course when I went back my senior year to Park City High, I just took acting classes a few times a week down in Salt Lake. But I do remember being 15 down in my acting school in Salt Lake in PE, yeah, physical education where you're you're usually supposed to run around a track field or, you know, dribble some ball. But you know, yeah, instead my my PE teacher in my performing arts school, she she played the secret, which nobody else was paying attention to except for maybe myself and a few others. And I became obsessed with the secret and the law of attraction. And I've talked about this before, I believe. There I just knew I could manifest it. Manifest it. Shortly after, I did manifest a cute actor boyfriend who I still adore as a person. And he's gone on to have a pretty successful career. But aside from that, the only thing that I really knew was my my little world in Utah of acting. He was my only peek into what potentially LA is like and even that I never got to see quite yet and yes we broke up because well a we're young and everybody breaks up right but b he it was long distance but man I was so heartbroken I remember <laughs> I was I would do extra work in Utah because in Utah there's a lot of Disney films that are filmed there and I I remember being on the set of one of his films. I think that this one was actually a show he was doing and my entire, a lot of other people in my school were extras on this one set as well. And the day before we arrived to set, he broke up with me. I was so devastated and crying. And one of my friends had the nerve to ask if she can have a shot. And I was like, are you kidding me? He didn't give it to her, thankfully. Another actor did. <laughs> But I, I'm, I, I'm very thankful for him for making me feel like I could do it and making me feel like I should pursue it. And then right after high school, I went straight to an acting college in Los Angeles, which I am so thankful that I experienced, even though I may have had a quite a traumatizing experience as well. So it deterred me along with the fact that I was so self-conscious and I felt so uneasy in my skin. So there were a lot of factors that made me quit. And I've held on to this slight regret for a long time, minus the fact that I'm very thankful. I lived my 20s to the fullest. I mean, I got to travel the world and meet some amazing people. And I got to explore my spirituality again and start this podcast and meet a lot of amazing people on this podcast or who listen to this podcast. And so there are literally no regrets with when it comes to all of that. However, I had this conversation with my future self. And when I asked what would I regret, to be honest, the very first thing was this. And this is something that I've known deep down for a long, long time. 
And the very first response was not living your own magic. And I obviously paused because I was thinking, I, I, I'm always living my magic. But it occurred to me, I do interview a lot of people who are living their magic fully. They're artists, they're wonderful teachers, they're entrepreneurs or visionaries, they're great thinkers, they're thought leaders. And me, even though it's not something that you have seen as a listener, my magic has always been, well, we have many magics within us, right? But I'd say my main magic, the one that I know I truly love, is acting. And so (laughs) I would regret not pursuing that in life, even if it takes 10 years, 20 years for me to even land a role to share with the world. And who knows if that will even happen, but that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is the fact that I'm about to embark on the journey and it's about the journey for me. It's about long nights of rehearsal and reading screenplays and writing screenplays and reading and writing monologues and rehearsing with other actors who feel the same passion I do for the craft. Auditions and 97% rejection, 98%, 99% rejection. And experiencing that with my head held high because I know what is best for me. And it is the most liberating, exhilarating feeling to finally admit that to myself. It was always right in front of me. So funny when I finally told my parents, you know, I'm going to go back into it. They were like, finally, it's about time. They knew. They always kind of knew that I would. I always kind of knew I would. But then again, I was like, I'm too old now. No, no, age is nothing but a number. And I'm not going to allow these stories or society's conditioning or ideas. And so simply it's going to be the journey that is allowing me and gifting me this dream. And of course, I know it's going to be so insanely hard and near impossible, but I don't care because I have no expectation and I've got nothing to lose. I finally feel the most comfortable and confident in who I am. I don't feel this need to prove anything. All I need to do is allow myself to live the life I want to live. And I said all of this and I shared this entire story just to say that whatever yours is, you can do too. It might not even be something that you wanted to do as a child. It could be something new that you've been curious about. But I, I feel as though if you don't at least try for a good period of time, you'll always wonder what if. And that's one thing that I'm not willing to be 60 years old and look back and wonder. Now I, I won't have to wonder what if. What if I chased it? because I'm going to be, and there's no other what-ifs that I can even fathom or think of. There's nothing else that I want to be (laughs) or experience. Who knows? Who knows what might unfold? Maybe there's something else that comes to me down the line, because I'm always open for new experiences, but that's only if something really, 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 really is more appetizing than this, but I don't think so. This is something that I'm not going to give up on and I feel very confident about because of my new level of awareness and experience of life, being able to have lived my 20s, to live a variety of lives in my 20s and as I've expanded and explored, the timing has never felt so perfect. So I'm excited. I hope that acting is like picking up a bike. You know, I might be a little rusty. I might be or not. Again, I am a completely different human than I was when I just got out of school. And yeah, that was also a very tough year. Lost one of my best friends, and I think that kind of sent me down a spiral. Plus, there was this one teacher, just one teacher. The school I went to was great, except for this one teacher who traumatized both myself and one of my best friends, who's still one of my best friends in Los Angeles very dear friend of mine. And I, she was one of the very first people I told. We both had a very interesting and also a little traumatizing experience together. 
at this school and just one teacher, but I'm not going to let this one person, this one human stop me or humans like this human stop me from pursuing anything ever again. And I hope you don't let one person stop you from doing what it is that you truly want to do. But again, no regrets because I got to live my 20s so fully. I graduated from University of Southern California, then went on and did some social media work in the entertainment industry, got to explore the world and explore my soul, most importantly. So there you go. That is the big news. My exciting news. Moving to LA, which by the way, I did post a story and I was like, I have some life-changing news. Any guesses? So funny. So many people, they, they guessed moving, which you were right, but others guessed a boyfriend. No, no boyfriend. And what were some of the other things? Uh, the book, which that that's still coming. That's not my life-changing, exciting news. Well, it could be life-changing, but not the news I've had in mind. And there were some other ones that were so funny to me. I can't remember off the top of my head right now, but I appreciate people's assumptions. Oh, one person mentioned taking a break from the podcast for your own soul. And I was thinking like that might be something that happens down the line. I don't plan on that anytime soon, but I would be open to that when the time feels right. I love having this on my Mondays and having to post these every single Monday and sometimes in the middle of the week, but I don't want to have to post two a week, you know? Definitely have to post one a week and on occasion when I feel like it posts the second one. I'm I'm so, so thankful for you even just lending your ear to this and hearing me talk and vent about my excitement for the new venture that's to come and everything comes full circle in life sometimes guys I love I love these full circles I feel I feel full from this new slash old chapter book whatever I'm about to walk into and I'm gonna be able to share my experiences with you I'm excited to move back to Los Angeles I have so many friends there that I've known for over a decade now I lived there for eight years, and so you meet a lot of people in that amount of time, but there are still a handful of people who I connect with and have, you know, you just have those deep connections. So so I get to go spend some time with them, and this, is, this just feels so right. I have something to look forward to. And so asking my future self allowed me to go back to the drawing board and remember what lights me up and my passion for this. And now I feel lit up and I'm I'm so happy and liberated. And I hope that if you're ever feeling stuck or stagnant, maybe you can go back to the drawing board and also ask your future self, what would you regret not experiencing? And it doesn't have to be a full life career path, but maybe there's something small you would even want to experience or not small, but just something that is not permanent or not an entire life career venture. Like maybe you just want to experience traveling. You, you want to climb Mount Everest. Well, maybe this is something that you can start working towards. Start going hiking all the time and then uh, work towards saving money for your plane ticket and your room and board. I know that that's always something I would look forward to when I had a destination in mind to save up some money so I can finally go travel there and have a little bit of a nest egg as well just in case. And that's actually what I'm doing right now. I'm saving to move to LA so I have a little bit of a nest egg for being there. I was saving to buy a house in Utah, but you know, I, I think that um, I'm going to wait on the house. Lo Los Angeles is a different story. Property tax is kind of crazy as well in California. I'm sure that many of you are aware, but it's worth it to me, which is crazy. I'm a very frugal person, but it's worth it to me. And so now I'm just saving for a giant nest egg for knowing how expensive it is to live in that city. Yeah, I want to feel very secure there and... I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Now, with all of that being said, I want to share a couple more regrets that it seems a lot of older people tend to look back on and they have, they, they say that they have in life. And then I have a few more questions to wrap this up with for your future self, for your soul. I love a natural look. 
with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add of course some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and of course a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara and it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty-free and it's packed with clean, skin-loving ingredients. Their high-performance formulas set the bar high with uncompromising standards, so no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive. Hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E Medics. Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth. Pretty simple. And also here's the best part. The nourishing ingredients in this flake-free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. It's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 20% off your first order. All right, this is an article titled The Nine Most Common Regrets People Have at the End of Life by Mind Body Green. And I know I kept saying your 60-year-old self I don't feel as though 60 is going to be the age where you keel over, but we'll say that these are the nine most common regrets that your 30 years from now self may have if you don't be mindful of experiencing them now. So one, they wish they had been more loving to the people who matter most. Oof. I am so thankful for this pandemic for the sole reason that it's healed my mom's and my relationship immensely. We're so, so, so close now, and this is something that had weighed on me for so long, and she matters to me most, along with my father, of course, and my brother and sister-in-law, and of course my friends that I get to see more of now that I'm moving to Los Angeles, but I think that this is one that I want to make sure that I don't live any regrets by, I'm, I've, I'm always loving, but I think that there can be distance. And so to heal these relationships have been healing, <laughs> healing, soul healing. So one, they wish they had been more loving to the people who matter most. Two, they wish they had been a better spouse, parent, or child. Ah, again, healing this relationship. Now for you, something to keep in mind. I'm sure you're an amazing mother, an amazing father, an amazing wife, husband, and of course something to reflect on as well. But have you also been an amazing daughter or an amazing son? I know that in spirituality sometimes people create these excuses or these reasons why it's okay to distance yourself from family when they don't see eye to eye with your new way or perspective of life but this is your family and yeah you might hold this resistance now but tomorrow's not promised it's okay to not see eye to eye but is it okay to not love or present love and i know that it's so different for every circumstances there are parents that aren't so there for them and so as a child you might not really care to be there since they're not there for you and that is 
that is more than fine. You you know better than anybody else how to handle the situation. So this applies to some, but not all. And I think that this is a really beautiful one, though, from Mind Body Green. They wish they had been a better spouse, parent, or child. And then three, they wish they had not spent so much time working. You workaholics out there, talking to you. <laughs> Four, they wish they had taken more risks. I mean, I'm a little daredevil, so this will not be one of my regrets. Just kidding. I'm actually, I can be contrary to what it seems. I can be a scaredy cat. As fun as hiking Nepal is, I have a fear of heights. And there were some things, there were some moments there that terrified me, but I'm thankful I did it. Five, they wish they had been happier and enjoyed life more. Okay. <laughs> this one melts my heart. So I hope that you laugh more and worry less in life. Take life sincerely, but not too seriously. Also, let's not have too many expectations. I think eliminating expectation, eliminating restriction, eliminating dogma is so freeing. And that's all that matters. <laughs> they wish they had lived their dream. I want to read what they wrote. Many people's lifelong dreams went unfulfilled because they were too concerned with trying to live up to people's, to someone else's expectations. You are the only one who knows what's best for you. Allow yourself to be open to endless possibilities. When envisioning your dream, remember the mantra, this or something even better. Ooh, I do write that down. Let's say you want to manifest something or manifest something specific. I do write down this or something better or something better for me. Always. I always write this. You know, let's say you want to manifest Michael B. Jordan as your spouse. It's either him or someone better, you know? <laughs> Seven, they wish they had taken better care of themselves. Eight, they wish they had done more for others. Mm, yes. Nine, they wish they had chosen more meaningful work. So, something to, something to meditate on. I think that this was a beautiful little article. I'll link it in the show notes. The nine most common regrets people have at the end of their life. And now I have a couple more questions for your old soul listening to this podcast. For your old soul to ask your future self. Ready? Do you have a pen? Do you have a paper? Do you have your digital notebook? Or can you time mark, time stamp, whatever time I share these so you can come back to it later and write it down or pause it and wait to write these down? All right, ready? Cool. What are your core values? Are any of these core values influenced by what people have told you to live this life or are they genuine soul core values? Really think about that. There's a lot of programming around values. So perhaps your old wise self can decipher, distinguish between your real core values, your soul core values, and influenced societal values in the guise of core values. Also, what truly lights up your soul? And what lights up your human? How did you handle challenging situations? How did you handle conflict with others? Have you forgiven them? Have you forgiven yourself? When it comes to comparison, what forms of comparing were you able to transmute and see your worth and your value? Did you step out of your comfort zone or routine on occasion? Did you also have a routine that helped you focus or you simply enjoyed? If so, why? And if not, why? And both are okay. And this one's fun. What did you manifest or what did you accomplish in life that you are most proud of? And of course, this is something that's coming in your future, but you can act as if it's already happened. And these last four are perhaps the most important. Did you laugh more than you worried? 
Did you cry more tears of joy than tears of sorrow? Did you explore enough? Did you let go enough? And I have one more to add. Did you love? Did you love enough? Did you love fully? So I leave you with those questions to meditate on. First, perhaps just meditate on the very first two that were simple that I talked about in the very beginning, which was what are you most grateful for and what did you regret if you have any regrets? And I, again, I also do think it is very helpful for the exercise to think of something that you might potentially regret. It doesn't mean that you really will. It doesn't mean that you will live with regrets or that you agree with living with regrets or having regrets. It's simply an exercise to expand yourself into the possibilities, the ideas that maybe there really is something that your soul wants to experience, your human wants to experience, and there's nothing wrong with that. I know that there's been so much programming around that, but it's not true. So I, I mean, it's true for those who see it that way, but it also can not be true for those that don't. I have no ties with it, but I do, and I am thankful for asking myself this question and seeing what is something that is so true for me that I have been resisting, been bearing every time it comes up and the thoughts of it, I'm like, nope, nope, that's not going to happen. And also now I'm a spiritualist and it's just not part of my trajectory. I've got to be this spiritual like teacher, blah, 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 which I, 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 I feel, but I, I feel more so that this other life path, or at least the journey of it is what my soul has been desiring for a long time, my, my human and my soul for a long, long, long time. So why not finally accept it at 30 years old? <laughs> anyway, I hope that this helped you in some way, shape or form. Feel free to share with me whatever, whatever unravels for you. I would love to hear it. And I hope that you enjoyed this messaging. I need to take off and go watch a benefit, a concert apparently. I don't know. I walked in the house and my mom was like, there's a concert at five that I want to watch on YouTube. And I was like, okay, great. Turns out it's the benefit for Matthew McConaughey. I mean, not for him, for Texas. He's, he's throwing it. Him and his wife are throwing it called We're Texas. All right, I'm there. This is for the great state of Texas, and I am there, y'all. I believe we have until the end of the week or till March 31st or something to donate to the cause. I'm sure that there's other foundations, but I'm going to link this one in the show notes because it seems to have immense support and it seems to be very legit, very valid. So why not? And of course, I... I will also be linking some resources for educating yourself where I'm educating myself when it comes to understanding what's going on in the Asian community and how they're feeling. And let's just stop this Asian hate. The thing is, I know I'm not preaching to people that are likely imposing racism or definitely overt racism, but perhaps there's some covert that we're not quite aware of that we need to educate ourselves on. And if there's anything that makes my niece and nephew, who are Asian, if they, they feel prejudiced in any way, shape, or form, it literally sickens me to my core. And other people who I love immensely, you know who you are. Anyway, that's beside the point. I'm going to share some resources on this as well. I'm happy this topic has come forward so this world can shift, this world can grow. <laughs> anyway, I believe that that is all I need to say. That is all I need to share in this moment of time. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. I'm also going to be posting... Oh, duh. Why did I not share this? I will be posting a future self meditation on the yourownmagic.life website. Working on it. Perfecting it. So I believe it will be out, if not the end of this week, then the end of next week along with some updates for the site you can go to your own magic life 
or yourownmagicpodcast.com to sign up. Membership is $4.44 a month. You can sign up there if you're interested in trying out the many different meditations that I've recorded over the years. I haven't posted a new one in quite a minute, but guess what? I'm inspired again to post something new. I don't like forcing meditations, but I'm inspired to post this and very excited. And I feel there's probably some site updates like the spiritual tools and maybe the spiritual journalings that are up there that are on there that need some updating, which I'll be looking at. So I am actually really looking forward to doing this. Anyway, with all of that being said, I hope you have a magical, magical rest of your week. Jai Ma. Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.